Welcome to the Social Witnessing Podcast, observing the world from a nice, safe distance. All right, Social Witnessing, episode 30 with our new friend, Maya. Hi, Maya. Hi, Maya. Hello. How's it going? It's going well, thank you. How about you guys? Good. Uh, you are an impress- impressive young woman. We actually found you through another guest on our podcast that highly recommended you. And I've got to say, just looking at your background on Instagram, I was not this put together when I was a teenager. <laughs> you have done so much. Um, so you're involved with Quantum Leaps, is that correct? That's right. Quantum Leap STEM is a organization that I'm part of with some of my friends and we interview women careers and hope that it can inspire high school students. That's that's crazy. So um, we wanted to talk to you a bit about how your journey through COVID has gone because um, one of the reasons we heard about you was because there was this conference, a STEM conference planned, and you managed to get it online and organize it so that everyone could still attend. Um, so how has your journey been like since COVID kind of started? It's definitely been interesting, especially being in my last year of high school as well. Um, so a lot of things have had to transition online, and this event was one of them. So we were planning to host around 40 people had signed up for a conference at SFU. Um, but when the restrictions for COVID were put in place, we decided to host it online as a live stream instead. So that involved me getting to know how YouTube live stream worked and having to use another software on top of Zoom to put Zoom on YouTube. So a lot of learning, but I think that's something a lot of people have had to do with technology. Can you tell us a bit about what the conference was all about? Sure. So gender disparity in STEM is still quite a big issue in Canada, but in other countries as well. And I think that if high school students are just more aware of different opportunities available and have the opportunity to ask questions to women in STEM, then they can see the possibilities that are out there. So usually at our conferences, we have different workshops that the women lead and they're really interactive. Um, One year, someone extracted DNA from a banana with the students which was really interesting wow. <laughs> yeah so this year it was a Q&A online and people were, were still able to ask questions directly to people such as Shannon who was on your podcast before yeah, yeah. so it was still a great way for questions to be answered how did you how did you uh, meet Shannon how did that come about I had met Shannon through an alumni from my school who came to my school, um, who was also in the environmental sector. Okay, cool. You were like so well connected. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, I, it was really interesting interviewing Shannon. I, she just has a wealth of knowledge and I could have learned so much more. Um, how do, do you how do you find the feedback from these conferences like do the other young women find them very valuable have you seen any like m- like more interest into stem from these sorts of conferences well from a 
my personal point of view, um, having attended this conference, it was one of the things that made me really interested in biology because I had um, attended a genetics workshop at Quantum Leaps. So that's how I first got um, connected with Quantum Leaps. But I think that just talking to people who have attended the conference and the live stream as well, they were really inspired by all the different opportunities available out there. And then how did, how did that live stream that you guys just did, how did it go? Uh, how was it having it virtually? Kind of what was the overall message? If there was one, what did people speak about? Well, in terms of the software, I had a bit of um, struggles getting it all working at first. So it was a little scary because we had said it will start at one, but then it wasn't working right away. So I, um, I spent 10 minutes a little bit panicked trying to make it all up on YouTube. Um, but luckily, it ended up working and we were able to still stay on track with the times of all the speakers. But um, each speaker talked a bit about what they do each day and how they got to where they are. Um, and the original conference was going to have the theme of change making because so many STEM fields um, are really related to social justice and other issues as we can see right now with the nurses and doctors really being the frontline workers. Um, I think STEM fields are where people can really make a big difference. Mm -hmm. So there was Shannon with the environmental point of view there. And we also had a speaker named Samreen, who is also in the environmental sector, repurposing car batteries. Wow. Yeah. She's someone you guys could get on your podcast later on, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Send, send everyone our way. We're just... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, we're always looking at it's it's kind of interesting because I think like pre-COVID, I feel our our social circle was a little small. And then since then, we since we started doing this, we've met so many interesting people. And it's I mean, I know a lot goes on in Vancouver, but I didn't know there was conferences like this for young women. That that's amazing. Like if this had been around when I was young, maybe I would have charted a different course in life. Accounting uh, maybe. Account, accounting is math. Yeah, it, it is. is. It is. <laughs> you're, you're in the STEM umbrella. I, yeah, okay. <laughs> Maybe something more exciting than accounting. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maya, what's your plan kind of going, well, not going forward, more like in life? Like, what do you want to do with all this or even just career-wise? Well, um, I am looking forward to going to university after the summer. Um, a lot of the universities are likely going to start online, mm -hmm. but I'm still really excited. Um, I'm looking into McMaster Arts and Science right now, which is a bit of um, both worlds. And there's some really cool interdisciplinary courses such as write creative writing and research, which are two of my biggest passions. So in life, I, I'm thinking of being a clinical researcher, mm -hmm. so a doctor who does research as well. But I do also love writing and language, so that's definitely something I want to continue doing as well. 
Interesting. That's yeah. That that would be real. That's cool. Um, so do you? So you're in your last year of high school. Like how how is that going? Like what what happened? Was your school able to adjust quickly and keep you on course, or how, like what's happened? My school luckily had already um, have had a lot of things online, so we had been using. Um, something called Canva, Canvas, sorry, got confused, but Canvas has like all the links and places to submit our assignments. So it was quite a smooth transition. Um, and we use Zoom for our classes, which has been working quite well. Um, yeah, I think a lot of our assignments were already on Google Docs. So it hasn't been too much of a struggle. And that sounds like a <laughs> excuse me. That sounds like a pretty progressive high school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, how is it like socially? How are you finding the change? Because I know in in high school, there's a lot of the social connections that happen. How's the change been for you? Socially has definitely been more difficult than schoolwork. Just not being able to see my friends every day, and my teachers as well. Mm-hmm. But. Um, even our clubs have been using Zoom. So today I had a creative writing club meeting where we were able to talk and like write together at the same time. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then so for like for you and your family, how are you isolating? Like, do you stay in all the time? Are you getting out of bed? Or like what level of isolation are you experiencing right now? My mom is a healthcare worker, so she still has to go to work every day. Um, but my dad has already been working from home, so it's actually been nice for him to have my sister and I um, spend more time with him during the week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And since my sister and I are both on online school, we each have our own desk and workspace. Um, so it's like the three of us working from different rooms in the house at the same time are, are you and your sister close of, close in age yeah we're three years apart and we're really close too oh nice that must be nice to at least have a little bit of a kind of uh sword uh like a sibling like like someone to hang someone, out your own, someone your own age what's the yeah <laughs> for a sure here a peer, a peer a is the word i'm looking for it must be nice to have a peer um at home at least mm-hmm we're both really thankful that we have each other. Yeah. I feel, I sometimes feel bad for our son because he's six and only has us. <laughs> Just adult talk all the time. <laughs> but being able to spend time with our parents is really nice too. Yeah, especially so our, for university, are you planning on trying to stay living at home or were you planning on like moving out on your own or? Yeah, I was planning on moving out to Ontario, but we'll see what will happen with the travel bans and whether um, I'll actually be able to get there. Right. And you said your mom's a healthcare worker. Um, can you share a little bit about that? But like what her experience, um, is she working at a hospital? Yeah, she works at BC Children's. Oh, wow. So there aren't any COVID cases being treated there yet right but i think it has been very stressful for her just getting used to the new guidelines um she said that 
every few days or weeks, there's different guidelines with what kind of equipment she has to wear. Right. So just a lot of communication and change, of course. But yeah, and she's been using some web calls as well. Mm-hmm. And that's been, well, we're lucky that we have so much technology that a lot of healthcare and different services are still being able to continue. Yeah. Yeah, that must be really stressful for everyone, for her, and as well as parents who have to be there and, and the kids, though they, maybe they know a little less of what's going on. But uh, yeah, that'd be a difficult situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a changing climate. We've had a few um, a few healthcare professionals um, on the podcast, and it's the same thing. It's just more information keeps coming out and everything keeps changing. So it's kind of hard to stay on top of everything that's that's going out I know at one point my sister like pre-isolation my sister was sending me like daily updates on what the the health minister minister had sent out that day and I was like wow you guys get a lot of information Mm -hmm. (laughs) every single day um so do you have any plans I know they're going to be lifting restrictions so are you and your family planning on getting out into the world more or will you continue to isolate to kind of just see what happens we are an outdoors loving family, so we ha- we've been going on walks every single day pretty much, which has been really nice to get fresh air. But um, I think when the restrictions are lifted, there will probably be a lot of people going to the parks and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll just take it slow and just keep walking around our neighborhood but I am looking forward to being able to go hiking, which is something I look forward to doing in the summer. Yeah, that same here. I just can't. I, we talk about this. I'm like, I can't wait to get outside and just yeah. get back to the hikes on the weekend again. Do you have a favorite hike? Ooh, I like Dog Mountain, oh. which is, I think, near Cyprus. I could be wrong, though. Nice. Yeah, do you ever do any of the North Van hikes? Um, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, we go to different places. Yeah, those those are some of my favorite because they're not too not too far away. Yeah. And so, um, do you get to speak at any of these conferences? Do you do? Um, well, I did actually watch this last one that Chen was talking. I watched some of it and saw that you were kind of. Um, I'm seeing it. What's that experience like? I, I feel like I would be super nervous to be yeah. in front of all these six super successful people. But what's that been like for you? Well, at our in-person conference last year, I was more of an MC, so just um, speaking to the students more. Um, so this year, as an MC, I was the one asking the questions and. It was kind of like your podcast. I was just the one um, making the conversation flow. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it, it was definitely nerve-wracking just knowing that people were watching. Um, and I was a bit worried I would run out of questions. But each speaker had so many interesting things. And I also got help from the audience with questions. So it wasn't so bad. 
we need an audience to yeah. help us sometimes <laughs> do you enjoy that 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 mc role do you think that's something like public speaking is that something you're fairly con con comfortable in yeah i've i've had quite a bit of practice um and that school i'm on the improv team okay which is like basically what i'm seeing is too right yeah it's the same thing <laughs> yeah so um, for your, like for your quantum leap STEM, so was that started by you and your friends? It's an, it's kind of a program run by SWIST, which is the Society for Canadian Women in Science and Technology. Mm -hmm. So they give grants for girls who want to start a program in their community. So no, I didn't start it, but this year, um, I did organize it in Vancouver. So will you like, it seems successful to me and it seems like there's interest in it. Will you try to like pass the torch as you move to university? Or is there any plans to try to keep it going or will you just continue doing it once you're in university? We're going to keep it run by high school students. So we will be um, interviewing grade, incoming grade 11 and 12 students who want to help organize it yeah. I think yeah this is actually the sixth year that Quantum Leap's Burnaby or like Vancouver area has been going on so each year the graduating students interview um, the new students who want to take part what, what are you looking for when you're interviewing them we're looking for people who are just really passionate about the STEM fields and people who can work on a team because it's a, definitely a lot of teamwork organizing the speakers yeah and I think diversity of skill level skills is a good thing too because we have a graphic designer and a marketing director so just being able to delegate different roles to people will be good yeah that's awesome you guys are you guys are an organization like a full organization at the high school level. Like that's really awesome. Um, so how do you, so is everyone from your school or could people from other schools apply and be part of your organization or how does it kind of work? Yeah, we're all from different schools. So we usually meet on the weekend, but it's also good that, that we're from different schools so that um, more students can find out about us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's that. I don't know. I'm still so blown away when when Shannon was telling <laughs> us about you. I'm like, wait, so she's trying to get into university or studying to go to university. She's graduating and yet still has time to run a conference, deal with COVID, do online school, and then also just move it all online and keep it running. I mean, I think businesses have struggled to do what you're doing, which is just <laughs> crazy. That's high praise. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> And so I guess, um, what would you say, like, what, what's your overarching or your organization? I don't know, are we calling it an organization now? Is it, is it an organization? Yeah. 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 So what is the organization's kind of overarching message uh, to young women? Um, our mission is to empower young women to pursue their dreams and careers in STEM fields. So even if they're not necessarily thinking of, going into a career in STEM, 
I hope that people can just see the possibilities and think of making interdisciplinary choices too because mm-hmm. yeah I think that it's great when um, different fields can work together. Um, I, I know even in accounting mentorship is so important to, to help you grow your career. Uh, does Quantum Leaps offer you any opportunities to try to get mentorship or even keep those connections in hopes of getting a mentor later? Yeah, for sure. That's kind of our other mission is to connect the different generations. Um, So we had offered the email addresses and LinkedIn profiles of many of the speakers from our conference for people to connect. Mm -hmm. And SWIST, our parent organization, has a mentoring program for grade 10 to 12 students Mm -hmm. called um, Miss Infinity. And that's where people can meet with a mentor around an hour a week and really get to ask any questions and find out what their jobs are like. Wow, that's, I mean, that's really valuable, especially if you guys can keep those connections later when you start trying to enter the workforce, because that, I mean, that's how you get jobs that no one hears about. So yeah, this, that's, such a, that's such a great program. I just can't express how <laughs> impressed I am. Um, so what are your like what are your plans if if say in June they say okay yeah you can start meeting in small groups do you start hanging out with your friends in person again or um I don't know like how how do you feel about what the summer holds I definitely hope that um some things can go back to normal because a lot of my friends will be in different places for university mm-hmm. So it would be great to meet in small groups and see some of them again. Um, I think for the first meetups we'll have, we'll definitely be still socially isolating. So probably at parks and just like sitting two meters away from each other, but getting to talk. Yeah. Have you had anyone come to your house and just or your apartment or wherever and just yell at you from outside (laughs) (laughs) no I live further away from most of my friends oh oh, but um my friends and I have exchanged books from (laughs) yeah so we have dropped by each other's houses that's awesome do you have a a book recommendation to put you on the spot you have a book recommendation for for young people for sure. I think The Perks of Being a Wallflower is a book that all high schoolers should read. Yeah, that's that is a good one. Didn't someone recommend yeah. that already? Yeah, maybe it's I, also it's also maybe. I feel like um Yeah, maybe Echo. I can't remember if Echo said it. We had someone on the podcast and all we did was talk about books. So. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That's so fun. Yeah. I'll definitely check it out cuz I love reading. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our friend Echo, she runs um, a bookstagram account on yeah. Instagram. I guess Ooh. it's called. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's um, Ink on Us. So ink dot on dot us. And she, yeah, she has a lot of great recommendations. So, and that's um, that's all all she does. She has a master's in literature, I believe. So, yeah. She might she, be a great uh, yeah. person to uh, connect with for you. Or for awesome. or for future uh, leaders of, of this group. Yeah, especially if you're interested in creative writing at all, I think she would. Mm-hmm. She'd have a good eye, cool. <laughs> some good insight. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you exchange books, you can see your friends from a distance, and then 
basically you're going to be off to university, which is, or here for university for the first bit <laughs> while you take it yeah. online, I guess. Um, so what, what's your message to young women who are motivated to make a difference in the world? Like what, what would you, what would you kind of tell them to do? I think just don't be afraid of newness because a lot of the opportunities I've had just came from being willing to get involved in something new. Mm -hmm. And in this experience, like having to just basically, I guess not totally because your high school was online, but you know, you were able to pivot and get this conference online and, and still keep people inspired and thinking about the future. Do you have any like positives you're taking away from this experience that you maybe could share with someone who isn't having the most positive experience? I think knowing that you're not alone and that there are people who are only one phone call away is something that's really helpful. And I think um, a lot of people have been communicating more virtually, mm -hmm. which is great. So if I move away, um, then I know that this is totally possible to keep in touch. Yeah, that's, that's so true. And I, it's kind of, I mean, this wasn't a great thing to happen, but maybe especially if you're planning on moving away, it was a good start to learning to like to get that online communication and stay in touch with everyone. Mm -hmm. um, well, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for coming by. Uh, I'm, I'm still, I know I should just stop saying it. I'm sound, starting to sound ridiculous, <laughs> but I seriously, I was just, I don't know. I think even at the end of high school, I was only thinking about university in terms of like, what can I do to make money and just get by so the fact that you're bringing this light to other people to have them think about different careers they could do to make an impact on the world, I think is just amazing. So I wish you all the best in that. And I hope you do find that career and you just change the world. Thank you both so much. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Have a good night. Have a good night. Best of luck. You too. Bye. Bye. Bye.